0: Hello, this is Pastor Jay of Walk Truth Radio Podcast and Senior Pastor of Walk Truth Radio. I'm inviting everybody in St. Louis out to our Meet Us in the Parking Lot Outreach Day. Yes, we want you to come out and have food, fun, and fellowship with us in the parking lot, yes, in the parking lot at the Universal Church of Jesus Christ, 2301 Wallace Avenue, Overland, Missouri, 63114. Everybody's welcome. Come, let us pray for you. Come learn about all the great programs that we have at Walking Truth. Our outreach for addiction and you know what? Even the misfits may show up. Yes, we're going to have music, entertainment, games, and most of all, free food. Did I say free food? Yes, free food. So come out October 27th and from 2.30 until 5 at the Universal Church of Jesus Christ, 2301 Wallace Avenue at the Walking Truth. Meet us in the parking lot outreach. I always want you to be blessed, and come eat up this free food, because I don't have nowhere to put it. Peace. God bless you, and welcome to Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church broadcast. We appreciate and welcome all of you, our listeners around the world. Stay tuned to hear an exciting word from pastor-teacher Dr. James Sutton. day before we get started in Romans, we're going to do a scripture buster myth. I mean, you know, sometimes I show y'all scriptures taken out of context that don't mean what you think it means. Right. So I want you to go uh, 3 John, 3 John, 3 John verses 1 and 2 and hold it. Don't look at it. I don't want I just want you to go to the Third John. I don't want you to look at it, but I want you to listen to me. I want you to pay attention to what I'm about to say. Okay. Let's say I was writing Jackie a letter or any one of you a letter, and I said, Hello, my name is Pastor Sutton. I miss you, and I want you to be healthy in your spirit, and I want you to be good for all your life. And I pray that the Lord will bless you. What would you call what I just said? Agreed. Agreed. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you. Okay that's all it is was a greeting that's all it was was a greeting that was that a kind of, was that an instruction? No that was a greeting, right? Okay, free to read John third John verse three verses.
1: The elder to the beloved Jesus whom I love in truth, beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. For I rejoiced greatly when the brothers came and testified to your truth, as indeed you are walking in the truth.
0: Stop. That's where we get our name from. But the part I want to talk about is that part that everybody says I wish you to prosper as your soul prospers. That's not an instruction, that's not a description, that's just a greeting. It is a normal greeting that Jews would say to each other. That is not something that you need to be saying. Unless you're doing a greeting. That is not something that you use for power. That is a greeting. A Jewish greeting. Just like if anybody's a Trekkie, Star Trek, Spock would say, be at peace and prosper. Prosper. (laughs) You don't have no power to it. That's not something you you, you use. as no scripture for instruction, okay? Mm -hmm. So the myth is, it's just a wholesome, godly greeting. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. So when you say it, it's a good thing to say, but realize what it is. It's a greeting. I can say that to y'all every time before I preach. I can say that to y'all before you go. I wish you to prosper as your soul prosper. It doesn't, that's not a, that's not God saying, you know, because they use it to say wealth. You know, the the prosperity preachers use that to say, this is God saying that he wants you wealthy. This is not God saying you he wants you wealthy. This is, this is John greeting the, 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 the greeting before the letter. Okay, so it's part of the narrative. It's not instructive. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on to back to Romans. Now, let's go to Romans 10 and 9. Right quick, before we get started. Let's go to Romans 10 and 9. Let's start at like 10 and 7. And I want you to read that for Then we'll go back to 3. I want to make a point. 10 and right. 9. 10 and nine, 9. 10 and 7. Start at 10 start and 7. seven. 10
1: seven. and 7. It's in the middle of a sentence.
0: Okay, start where you need to start.
1: Okay, start at 6. Okay. But the righteousness based on faith says, do not say in your heart, will you ascend into heaven? That is, to bring Christ down. Mm-hmm. Or, who will descend into the abyss? That is, to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved.
0: Stop. All right. Everybody runs to that scripture. I was telling Jackie this the other day. Okay, let let me tell you another myth busted. You know back there where it says, Christ be brought down, then Christ be brought up from the dead. Mm. A lot of people use that passage about Him being in, in, the, in the being go brought up from the dead as He was in hell. Okay. Oh. That's what they use to say Christ went to hell. <coughs> that's that's not that that's not what that's saying. They talking about the, where the dead go being buried, mm. not the tormenting place. And they take where He let captivity's captive. He's just talking about the old saints that were waiting on Christ. if Jesus concealed? OK, Okay. that's that's what that's about. When he talked about talked about that. All right. So, yeah, that's that's what they use. False teachers use. And I put on Facebook, they false teaching is like chocolate. Yeah. You know, if you eat enough of it, you'll get the runs and eventually get speech or diabetes. Yes. Okay. And some people have some spirit. You know, I'm really realizing how, how dangerous false teachers are, because even with this new group that I'm doing, you wouldn't believe some of the stuff I heard. I mean, I'm glad, you know, your pastor glad he did it like on a, on a voice thing because when they were saying stuff, my face was twisted. I was like, oh gosh, you know, I'm glad we're not doing video
2: because
0: it was horrible. And these are good, well, you know, this is you know what I'm saying is, this is well-intentioned people. These are not evil people. These are people that sit in church and like, like, like most of them said, my pastor don't teach this. And I'm really soft. I'm really nice. I don't go in. I just say, you know, Sometimes we are taught who we're taught from, and sometimes these unsuspected pastors don't know that they've been taught wrong. They just don't know. They supposed to know, but they don't know. They just going about who taught them. OK, they going about who taught them. And if you get a bad Bible instructor, you can't if you don't know how to investigate the word yourself. That's why I tell you to read it for yourself. If You get a bad Bible instructor, you follow what they say because you think they got it going on. You look at the size of their church. You really gonna bark barking up a wrong way. You really bark up the wrong way. I had a lady tell tell me today that we all worship the same God: Allah, Buddha, Hindu, and she in church, mm-hmm. and she in the culture church at that. Oh. So that doesn't mean the culture church not teaching it. That means she's not paying attention, because I know they don't teach that. Right. They teach some stuff, but they don't teach that. Mm-hmm. But she said, "Don't." But but she wants to go. I think about what I read in Romans. Mm-hmm. She wants to be Romans one. She wants to justify her sin. So in, in, if you have a theology that believes all of us worship the same God, that leads you to all dogs will go to heaven no matter what. God has a standard. He going to forgive everybody and there's not going to be anybody going to hell because that's what she's leading up to. But really what she's doing is trying to justify her sin and feel good in sin. Because if all of us go to heaven, I keep on sinning. and We read already. God said, God forbid. You know, we read in Romans, God say, that's what they going to say. Should grace abound, Should uh, when sin abounds, grace abounds much more. Should I continue in sin that grace may abound? He said, God forbid. Okay? So, we, so, so in Romans, we're trying to get to 10 and 9. And what I want to make a point of, we go to 10 and 9 because we believe that's it. But the problem with running to 10 and 9, you got to understand, you got to get there from 1 verse 1 to 10 and 9. And everything, when you get to that point, you should understand everything from chapter 1 to chapter 9. And now you can say what's in 10 and 9. But you can't just say that if you don't believe in 1 through 9. You got to believe that all have come fall short of the glory of God. You got to believe that there's none righteous no, but one. You got to believe that the goodness of God should lead you to repentance. You got to believe all that before you get to 10 and 9. You just run to 10 and 9 because you think it's easy. Confess with your mouth. believe, Because you want that easy road out. But you can't. But you're doing them a You're doing them a disservice if you don't get them to be repentant on two and four. You follow me? You got to read the stuff in context. This is a book. You don't lift scripture. You ex- eat scripture. Explain scripture. So by the time we get to ten and nine, everything we read up to that point, we're just in chapter three. Okay. So we're running towards ten and nine. All right. But you got to get there. So you when you say that to a person, you just don't drop them with that. Because what's happening is people are making a confession of faith with no conversion. People are making a confession with their mouth. And the Bible says your mouth can just say anything, right? Right. But there's no conversion because what happens, there's no discipleship. That's why I love us being small like we are. Because I'm discipling you. I'm teaching you. You're not looking at me in a podium and then y'all go home. I mean, some of you do, but you know what I'm saying. Y'all can call me. We can talk. You can get next to me. If we had we 70, 80 more people in here, you couldn't do that like that. Okay? All right? So the keys, even Jesus, when he had 120, what did he do? Will it back down to 12? Okay? Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to tell you is, is that we got to take everything in context. You do it good, but I, different little people come at me throughout the week. And they say stuff, and I'm like, "That's how far y'all ahead of everybody else." Praise God, Mm. y'all farther than you think. That's why I tell you, don't beat up on yourself. That's why I tell Vera, don't beat up on yourself. You're further along than most people, for real. It just don't seem like it. But when you open they when they open their mouth and start to talking, you realize they might not be saved. Okay, like Sister Curlin was talking earlier today. Them them people might not be saved. They claim to be evangelists. They claim to be this, but they're not saved. Okay. So we need to be concerned about that when we're dealing with people. You got to take the time to cycle people. That means one-on-one time with them. Okay? That's what that means. That means you got to be willing not only to give them the word, but if they're willing to sit with you, spend time with them and give them a little bit more. Because you want to go from confession to conversion. And that may take a second. Because you got to turn down all their falsehoods first. Okay? Because the lady who said there's all kind of gods will, will say that scripture is true. But she believed that's true for all gods. Okay? So it's just what we do. Alright, let's go back to uh chapter three. Mm-hmm. Chapter three. All right. We we'll start where it makes sense if you need to go up. Oh,
1: there
0: Start at three nineteen. Okay, hold on. Let me get there. It was funny when I said we go line by line and verse by verse, so everybody know where we're at. It's like a light bulb went off in their head. Like, yeah, that's the way we should teach, huh? Okay. All right. Romans three nineteen.
1: Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be stopped and the whole world may be held accountable to God.
0: So who's under the law?
1: The whole world.
0: But who's in particular under the law? Come on, speak up. So the people can hear you. You said the answer. Somebody said the answer. The
2: Jews.
0: The Jews. The whole world's under the law, but in particular, the Jews are under the law. All right, go ahead.
1: For by works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin.
0: So in other words, the only purpose for the law, y'all need to starve back. The only purpose for the law is that you come into the knowledge of sin. The law is a mirror that says you can't. If you could keep it, you would be justified. But since you can't keep it because there is none good, no, not one. It shows you every time you look at the law, "Thou shall not." You all, <laughs> okay? Now you might not do all, you might not do all of them, but the Bible tells us if we break one, guess what? We've broken them all. Jesus is the only one who kept the law, Amen. and not only did he keep the letter, but he kept even more importantly the spirit of the law, which willed the law down to two commandments, which y'all know, which is, come on, speak up. Said, there you go. Amazing. Y'all got to tell minute I, admit, I didn't told y'all, y'all, people listening to y'all, y'all get quiet. Speak up. People listening. Now, nah, they, they, they want to know. They want to know. When you fumble through, it's good because then they can fumble through. Do you understand how that encourages them? You know, you got to understand. That encourages them. You, you, you As long as you get the spirit right, I don't need an exact quote, but y'all got it. That we have no other God before Him, that we love Him with all our heart, mind, body, and soul, and then what? We do right by our neighbors, right? Mm-hmm. Our song that we sing every Sunday. We, the last part is we're going to treat everybody right. That's right. And that's what we want to do. We want to treat everybody right. And it makes no difference if they're believer or unbeliever. Okay? It makes no difference. We start off by treating people right. We don't worry about their theology. Amen? Treat them right. Whether you know they are sin sinner or a saint, you start off with God's way. Treat them right. Okay? Because you may win them by treating them right. Before they know any Bible... You may be the Bible that shows that God loves all equally and the same when it comes to before they get saved. So you need to treat everybody right. Go ahead.
1: But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law. Mm -hmm. Although the law of the prophets bear witness to it, Mm -hmm. the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe.
0: Stop for the for the righteousness of God was made. What? apart from the law and the way we get it through is through what the last part Jesus Christ. through Jesus faith. Christ what did it say through faith. faith so you highlight that so your righteousness now is not beyond, beyond because of a work but it's because of faith and the faith is what you believe. believe so we go back to like I say John believe upon me as the scripture said now your belly shall flow rivers of the living water see you believe upon him as the scripture has said okay so to believe Faith. So your righteousness is based upon the faith. We learned in, in Ephesians that the faith that you got is not of yours, it's his that he gave you. It's a free gift. It's part of grace gift. Right. He said he gave every man a measure of it, didn't he? Yes. Okay? He gave every man a measure. You and me. There's no person on earth that doesn't have a measure of faith because we learned in Romans that even if you don't believe in Jesus, God has shown you enough where? In,
1: well, elements in,
0: life. in, creation, in the elements of In creation. That you should believe in God. We just read about uh, 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 Rahab, right? Mm-hmm. Rahab said she believed because she saw what happened to who. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm gonna get, it, I'm gonna make a two thousand question test, y'all. Keep not missing this. Why did Rahab believe? But what what happened to? No, no. In particular, I know you're right, but I want you another. There's another word. What happened to the Jews? But what 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 was it that happened to the Jews? No, that didn't Wrong, Thank you, so baby. no, that why did Rahab believe in the God of Israel? He of Egypt
1: than part of the Red sea. Thank you, oh, okay.
0: that's it. That's it. Exactly. He she heard about what God had did to the Egyptians on their behalf, and she said, That's the God I want to follow. Now, I'm asking another question since y'all didn't get that one right away. What's the next miracle that happened that we talked about for two Sundays in a row? That, that happened, that we talked about, that showed Rahab that what she believed in was true. What happened? What's the next miracle? The,
1: the water's part. The, the, water the Red sea. sea and the Jordan River.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Free to saved you. <laughs> I can say it again. <laughs> the Red Sea, the, the,
1: part Red sea of the Red Sea and the Jordan River.
0: How far did the Jordan River go back?
1: 11 miles. All right. How high was it? Half a mile
0: we well,
1: free to saving y'all.
0: Free to saving y'all. Free to saving y'all. Oh boy, I'm free to own it. I can't say
2: nothing. Y'all work
0: as a unit. Thank God for freedom. Amen. All right. All right. All right. So free. That those answers were concise and right. We're not even to the wall yet. We're not even to the wall coming down and we see the magnificent power of God and his power and his what kind of other power did I talk about Sunday? Here's what kind of power? Sustaining. Well, Frida is on it. <laughs> yeah. Sustaining power. And I heard curling. Sustaining power. We're gonna talk about sustaining power some more this, because there's nothing greater than understanding God got your back. Amen. Nothing. There's nothing greater to know that God can sustain you through everything. And then we had an awesome testimony on Sunday mm-hmm. from the from Angel, Angel saying that she's only came to what two services? Sir. And so she's learned more in 47 years at two services, haven't even been to Bible study yet, that she's learned all her life. And blessings. that sustained her through her son getting shot. And blessings. Nancy's kindness. Mm-hmm. See, she recognized she recognized your love when she came through the door. She recognized it particularly when she was going through how we respond. Nancy went to the hospital to see her. Nancy's like, I'm downtown, Pastor. I think I just want to go see her. I said, go. And she was the only one that went up to go see her. She said she got family, people don't even go see her. Okay? Her son. So she made a testimony. We didn't, I didn't know it was coming. You know, she's like, can I say something? I'm like, sure. But see, that's God. She know God got her back just with two, two sermons. That's amazing to me. That's how good God is. You don't take much, it just got to be right. It got to be the right seed. It don't, take, don't take a whole bunch of seeds. It got to be the right seed. You know that's all it takes, the right seed. Go ahead.
1: For there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus.
0: So you're justified by his grace. All the sinners fall short of the glory of God. All we are justified by his grace. Their grace is the unmerited favor of God. Or you can look at grace like this. Grace is God's ability to do for you what you can't do for yourself. Amen.
1: Yeah.
0: Amen. You can't justify yourself. Amen. I don't care how much you go to church. You are not justified by your church attendance. Right. You are not justified by how well you sing. You're not justified by how well you pray. I'm not justified by how I preach. I'm justified by grace. The free gift of God. I can't justify myself. Not before a holy God. Now I can justify myself before you. But I can't justify myself before a holy God. Okay? That's our problem. That's the world's problem. Romans 1, world's problem. The way When you start justifying yourself because of who you are and when you're looking at somebody else, you're just worshiping yourself. Right. Self-worship. Man going to worship himself. That's what the Bible says in Romans. men going to become lovers of themselves. Yeah. That's what we read. That's not necessarily a homosexual thing. That's the worshiping thing and idling thing. Yeah. And we know in America we are an idolistic country.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We idle everything from money to cost to women to things to houses to our jobs to our children and we just put God on the side. And then we want God to bless us and we worship everything else. Some of us worship our cell phone. If you was on your way to church and had your Bible and left your cell phone home and you realize it and you right out here in this door, you might turn around, you like you got 15 minutes. You might turn around and go back at your cell phone. Knowing that you turn supposed to turn off when you come in here. Anyway, but you got to have it. And that's the devil. Let me tell you something. The devil gets you dependent on everything but God. Mm-hmm. If you cannot turn your cell phone off, I don't mean on vibrate. I don't mean on silent. I mean, turn that bad boy off for at least an hour. You are idolizing that cell phone. Because ain't nothing going to happen that important in your life. Because most of the stuff that happen that's negative, you can't do nothing about it no way. Yeah, right. <laughs> if something happens to my beautiful children that's in another state, they got to wait till I get there. Me knowing immediately is not going to make me go any faster. Because I got to rely on the plane schedule, the bus schedule. Even if since I don't drive, I got to rely on some other things. So I've learned to slow down and realize, you know what? It's not important for me to know everything in the instant. And God showed me with my time away, I'm not as important as I thought I was. Because everything went on. Hallelujah. It, didn't, it didn't miss
2: Hallelujah.
0: a beat. Kids ate. Child support got paid. Hallelujah. And guess what? They still look healthy when I got out. Okay? Where I thought the world reviled around me because I was worshiping myself. Okay? So, grace is the gift of God that He gives us, that lets us know, and it's free. He's doing that for us because we can't do it for ourselves. And see, that's why I try to, that's how I preach to Christians, non Christians. I say, I'm not trying to teach you religion. I'm trying to show you God I want to give you something that you can't get yourself. Amen.
2: Amen.
0: He wants to give you grace. And the problem is people don't want it because when you get grace and you understand it, you got to be responsible to it. You, you got to respond appropriately to grace. Mm-hmm. And that's what we get in the Bible where it says that we mortify flesh daily. Mm-hmm. That. that everything in our body becomes his when we understand grace. Mm-hmm. What we do is the way we appreciate grace, everything that we do, because our lips become his, our eyes become his, our ears become his. Mm-hmm. Everything that we do, everything that we touch, the way we walk, the way we talk, we do it because of him. Not to earn it, it's because we appreciate him. So would not that, that be totality? Yeah. All okay. right. We be totally. When we see the song sold out, that's what that really means. You sold out. Mm-hmm. Your whole body is sold out. Now, do we concede to sin? Yeah. Yes. But what we know is, when we sin, it should bother us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It should bother you.
2: Yes.
0: Yes. It shouldn't be something that you just yes. gloss over. Right. And let me tell you, from my personal experience, the closer I get to God when I sin, I feel terrible, mm-hmm. and I get visibly sick. So I tried to correct it right away With a good repentance Amen. Not with a no generic God I repent. No I'm going to tell you what I know I've done And tell you I've sinned against Like David, David said when he sinned with Bathsheba yeah. Lord I sinned against you and you only mm-hmm. Now we know he sinned it with Bathsheba mm-hmm. But you know what he was worried about? God taking his Holy Spirit away from him mm-hmm. take, not take not thy spirit That's what you need to be worried about But Lord don't take your spirit he's, he's not, but you need to be cognizant of him. Don't just assume, mm-hmm. don't be presumptuous as we learn. Don't be presumptuous, okay? Go ahead.
1: Verse 25. Mm-hmm. Whom God put forward as appropriation, propitiation, propitiation by his blood to be received by faith.
0: Okay, propitiate is just a $20 word that means mercy seek, mm-hmm. substitute, example, instead of us. He put for himself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright, go ahead.
1: This was to show God's <coughs> righteousness. Because in his divine forbearance, he has passed over former sins.
0: That's what we call the Passover, right? Mm-hmm. That's the Passover represented. When they went into the Passover in the Old Testament and put the blood on the thing, it wasn't their righteousness that saved them. Mm-hmm. It was the sacrifice, which was a since Old Testament is Jesus what? Concealed. See, then that was concealing of his blood, mm-hmm. cleansing us of all unrighteousness. You see how that works? You get in an these and the light bulb that went off in your head, I can tell. The top thing in your head started spinning. Alright, see what I'm saying? It all works together. If you can understand it, you ain't got to be no spiritual giant to understand this stuff. You just got to kind of see it. So now that you know it's concealed, you're like, okay, so then the Passover had to mean something, and it means something now that we're getting Jesus revealed. No, no? No. This is a biblical. Explain. This is, Je- Jesus, this is explain. Jesus explained. Explain. So this, is ex- this explains the Passover. Okay, this explains the Passover. That it's not by us, it's by what was slain for us. And the blood that cleans us from all unrighteousness. Praise God. Go ahead.
1: It was to show his righteousness Mm -hmm. at the present time Mm -hmm. so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Then what becomes of our boasting? It is excluded by what kind of law? By a law of works? No, but by the law of faith.
0: By the law of faith, you can't work to get Jesus. That's what it's telling you. Simple and plain. You can't work enough to get Jesus. It's by faith you get him and faith and not. Now, since we just read about this justification, and he's a justifier and we're justified by faith. What is it that we have faith in that we're justified by? Come on, you're on the road tonight. Jesus
1: was perfect. Jesus
0: fulfilled okay. the law. Jesus. Okay, simpler. We just talked about the, the righteousness, the blood, the post. So we're justified by faith in the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. There you go. One little sentence. You 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 justified by believing that that blood did what it said it was gonna do. Mm-hmm. Made you righteous.
1: So is that the reason why in the Old Testament when they did all those sacrifices? That was an example that that could never really cover, or yeah. really cleanse.
0: Yeah, what it was you? it was a it was it was, was an it, a, it was an outward work that God ordained okay. for another time when Jesus would be the only sacrificial lamb we needed. Mm-hmm. We have to remember in the Old Testament there was a point where He said, "I got tired of y'all offering because y'all heart wasn't in it. Y'all was doing religion, okay. and that's why I warn churches about all the time. Yes, I know we got traditions. I know they look good, but understand who's the heart behind it. What kind of heart? is sitting there with, as an usher? What kind of heart is sitting there as a deacon? What kind of heart is sitting there as a mother? Is Are they corrupted, evil, mean hearts going through the motions and pretending like they're good? Yeah, what, who, who, who's performing these? Your, your, your pastor, your preacher up here teaching your false doctrine. God looking ain't looking at the performance. He's looking at the heart who's performing it and the motive behind it. And sometimes the motive is ignorance. But then when you want to stay ignorant, then that's when it becomes a sin. It's no sin to be ignorant. It's a sin when you know then you've been told the truth, but you said, you know what, you, I can't change. And that's the most dangerous person that says they know God. If you say you can't change, then you're dead already.
1: Well, it
0: <clears throat> Go ahead.
1: It is there's a truth. They can't change but they want to allow God to change them. Yeah, they won't
0: submit. Yeah, they won't surrender. They
1: want not allow because it would have been the same thing for Paul on the road to Damascus. Mm-hmm. Had he not recognized and desired to change, mm-hmm. he would have still been ignorant and doing what he yeah.
0: did. And think about this. God had to bring something tra- tragic to him for the change. Mm-hmm. He has to do that to us sometimes.
1: Yes, he does. I
0: had to do it. I had to go. That was my changing moment. That was my road to Damascus moment. <laughs> Because I didn't want to come out and be the same. You know, I asked God, if you real, I need to know you in this 366 days. It, yeah, I need to know you. Because that's when I was going to get out. I said, I need to know you before I get out. I need to know you real. I don't want to know you like I have seen on television. I don't want to know you like my mom and them took me to church. I want to know you. Without all the the pomp and circumstance and the funny collars and all that stuff and the rings and the purple shirts and the blue shirts and the red shirts with the white collar with the black suits i don't want to know you like that i met you like that and that ain't you and see god got to give you some some people got discernment i thank god for that then i just knew that wasn't it i didn't know what was it but i knew that wasn't it yeah.
1: so you wanted that intimate? Relationship.
0: yeah i wanted something i didn't know what it was sister yeah, i I didn't, I, no, I didn't know i know i didn't know I can't. I'm not gonna use but intimate relationships I wanted to know who he was, uh-huh. whether he did anything for me. It wasn't knowing him so I could get something. Like it was know him that he was real, real. That it had to be more than this foolishness that's going on out here. Amen.
2: Amen.
0: You know, I'm like this ain't working because I see it ain't working and they touching the green ain't nothing happening. Mm-hmm. They calling to existence though they were ain't nothing happening. They as evil as they want to be and ain't nothing happening. Mm-hmm. They, don't bills, ain't nothing happening. Mm-hmm. they don't even pay their bills. Ain't nothing happening. They ever throwing their credit cards thing on the altar. And they still run up their credit cards. What, what, what is God, is that you? No, no, no that's not you. No, then God. God say, you, that's, you. "That's yeah, that's you. Some old false crazy religion. You're going to run up and throw your credit cards up there. Then all with the tithes and the first fruits and all that. I was like, okay, make it make sense. And he has. He's like, okay, that was for the Jews. He said, there's a difference between the relationship I have with the Jews and the Gentiles. they still looking for their king. You got a bride. You The relationship with you as the church is more intimate than the relationship with them. It's good for you to read that, but there's, some of that stuff is not to you. That's why that Malachi scripture where everybody loved to get you to give.
1: Malachi
2: 3.10.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> not for you. But y'all, but they used it to get All you to give. And, 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 and you can't get away from it because you learned it so well, you think that you're doing something. And like I tell people, like I told y'all, if you want to give 10%, that's fine. But God is not looking at your 10. He's looking at the heart of the oh, 10. Wow. So if you give two, and that's your heart, that's
2: right.
0: and God said, "Give as you know your faith is growing." Yeah.
2: That's
0: if your faith is growing, right. you'll continue to give. You don't continue to give till it hurts. Now, say I'll never, I would never ask you to give your rent money or your bill money. That's crazy, because now I put you in the widow's mic story where she gave all that she had to live on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't don't go. I ain't gonna ask you to sell your four hundred one k and give us no money. But I but but we've been in churches who've done that. Take, take out an insurance policy on yourself. Now, if you want to do that, that's fine. If you got a house and you want to donate to the church if you die, that's fine. But there's not gonna be a pressure from the pulpit because it's wrong. It's wrong. Because that's brow beating you in to doing something your heart's not behind. Okay? That's that that's that's wrong. Okay, let's go. Almost done. That's 28. Uh-huh.
1: For we hold that one is justified by faith apart from works of the law.
0: Y'all need to highlight that. You are justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Not only works of the law, the works of the flesh. Okay, also. All right, go ahead.
1: Or <coughs> is God the God of Jews only? Of
0: course not. Read. He
1: Is he not the God of Gentiles also? Yes, sir. Yes, of Gentiles also. Since God is one who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith.
0: Now, see that shows you the different relationship. Yeah. One is justified. What Jews are justified faith. by how? By faith. By faith. By faith. Okay. Yeah. Now, where did that come from? I know you don't know. I'm just asking. Somebody guess it. I got twenty dollars for them. Where did that come from? Jews are justified by faith. Where do you think that came? Where do you think it came from? And who do you think was the first one to do it? I can get 20, I can get answers.
1: the um, answer.
0: Abraham. Abraham. The Bible says that Abraham believed and God accounted to him as righteousness so the Jews were justified by faith. Now, we're justified by what?
1: Through
0: faith. Through faith. Now, let's see if we can figure this out. Jesus. There you go. There you go. See? Same God that's one. Two different people come in two different directions, end up at the same God. Through and by faith. Never heard that explained like that before, have you? Okay. It ain't no but the Holy Ghost. It, I just studied it out. It just came to me. Just now. That's where the Holy Ghost is? Yeah, it just came to me. Because the Holy Ghost's purpose is pointing to all truth about Jesus. Mm-hmm. See, when I glorify Jesus, I'm on solid ground. Mm-hmm. I could have twisted that around and glorified us. But it's not about us, it's about God. It's about God. Okay, go
1: ahead. Oh, Do we then overthrow the law by this faith?
0: No. Go ahead.
1: By no means. On the contrary, we uphold the law. Mm -hmm. Chapter 4.
0: Stop right there. All right. Now, I got another myth buster that I just thought of. Let's go to Malachi. So I want to prove this to y'all. Let's go to Malachi so y'all can see this for yourself. So y'all can say, "Past the Sunday," then flipped out. Start at verse one. We ain't gonna take it out of context. We gonna start at, at verse one. Uh, uh, Malachi, what chapter?
2: Three. Oh, now. Malachi
0: three
1: one.
0: Malachi three and one. Go back to Malachi chapter two. Look at start at verse. Look at fifteen. We're fifteen. Start at if you make it make sense. You need to go up or down, because if we read it all in context, then we we'll would be able to understand. You know what? Let's go to Malachi chapter one, verse one. Let's just start at the beginning.
1: <laughs> all right, all right.
0: So what I'm going to do is uh, stop recording now, and I thank people for coming. If you need to get in touch with Walk in Truth, you can do so by emailing us at witmin at yahoo.com. You can also check us out, Walk in True Christian Fellowship on Facebook, and befriend us, follow us and continue to support us with your prayers. Like I always say, I always want you to be encouraged, to be blessed, and be at peace. And always remember, walk in truth. Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walk of Truth Radio Podcast and Senior Pastor of Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church. I want to invite all those in the St. Louis metropolitan area Come worship with us every Sunday at 8 a.m. at the Universal Church of Jesus Christ building, located at 2301 Wallace Avenue. That's W A L L I S Avenue, 63114 in Oberlin, Missouri. Our dig deeper Bible studies are held 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. on Tuesdays. Our rescue addiction recovery class is being held at 7 p.m. on Mondays. We want you to come enjoy the love of God, worship with us, and go line by line and verse by verse as we travel through the Bible. We look forward to seeing you, and one of the things you can leave at home is your wallet. We want you to come sit back enjoy the fellowship, the love, and the great teaching that goes on at Walk and Truth. This is Pastor Jay. I always want you to be encouraged to be blessed, and thank you for considering us as your place of worship. Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walking Truth Radio Podcast. I'm also the senior pastor of Walking Truth Christian Fellowship Church. I'm asking those who have enjoyed the broadcast, learned, to partner with us and help us acquire our first building. Yes, we're looking forward to moving and growing in the community of St. Louis, Missouri and around the world. And it's time for us to step out on faith and move into our first building so we can continue to do the awesome ministry that God has called us to do. Again, if you would like to donate, please, you can go to the support button at the bottom of the screen in the description section, or you can go to our Walking Truth Christian Fellowship Facebook page and go to the fundraiser and follow the prompt. We thank you in advance for any donation. We are 5013C Church. Your donation may be tax deductible. please check with your accountant. There are many other ways to donate too. You can mail it to us at Walkin' True, 7852 Milan Avenue, St. Louis, Missouri, 63130. Also, you can donate on Cash App at dollar sign WITCFC. We're also on Venmo at James Sutton II at Walking True. We're also on PayPal, James Sutton II. So I'm looking forward to receiving your donation and you being a blessing to us. But the most important thing is that you continue to pray for us during our time of transition. We thank you in advance and we pray that you would consider us as a possible place for your donation and your worship. You know what I always say, I always want you to be encouraged to be blessed and be at peace. And remember, always walk in truth. I'll see you on the other side. Peace.
2: Hey everyone, it's Gloria, TP5 from Grown Up Eruptions, encouraging you to listen to Walk in Truth Radio with Pastor James. If you're looking for a Bible study that's very detailed and he explains everything, he makes sure you understand it on the way and he makes sure he takes the time to explain everything. The history, what's about to happen, what's already happening he answers questions before you can even ask them. This is a pastor that knows what he's talking about. Please tune in to his show, Walkin' Truth Radio. You can get him on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor.fm, Podbean, Radio Public, any platform. He has it. He's on there. So make sure y'all turn in to, to Walkin' Truth Radio with Pastor James. Hi, Pastor James. Keep it up, my brother. Thank <laughs> you.